Welcome to the Italian Football Podcast. Yeah, well, let's talk about one of the players that uh, really garnered a lot of attention, and rightfully so, and a guy that I have been on the record as saying I absolutely adore as a player for a variety of reasons. But uh, the technical, not-so-quick fullback with a ton of uh, technical and tactical awareness are my all-time favorites, which is uh, why Federico De Marco is one of my uh, favorites at the moment for the Azzurri. I mean, Carlo, as you alluded to, he stood out. He was phenomenal. What what do you make of him? Well, I think Nima will Nima will certainly uh, you know give us more de- give more detail than me because I know that Nima has been a fan of him for a long time and a long time before it became popular to be a fan yeah. of him. You're now seeing a lot of people jump on the bandwagon now, uh, and you know, you know, praise Di Marco. And I'll be honest, I. I was never hard on him. I, I, I doubts I've had of Di Marco are I'm not and I'm still not hundred percent convinced how suitable he is in a back four. Um but there's one thing that there is absolutely no doubt with Di Marco. His delivery, his left foot is world class. I'm not calling him a world class player, of course he's not, but I'm saying his no. his delivery is as good as anybody in world football. if you if you put him in an area on the pitch you know that's in within 30 yards of the within 30 yards of the goal on the left he will put it in on a on a sixpence wherever you want it it will put it in the dangerous area he'll whip it in with pace so you can attack it and his his left foot is unbelievable whether it's from a cross whether it's from a, a free kick a dead ball whether it's from a shot on goal whether it's from a corner he is as good as anyone in the world with his left foot. And if you can just put, just Italy could just play him and put him in a position where he can use that left foot, then he's a huge weapon. And he showed that in in these two games. One would almost almost say that his left foot is a cheat code. Uh, someone once said, um, <laughs> three, four, yeah, well, it's true. I mean, this is what I saw. I mean, it wasn't hyperbole because I've seen him do this exactly like you said. I mean, I my first thing with him was uh, during the 18-19 season. Um, when he when he fought, when he was on loan at Parma and he scored an absolute screamer against Inter at the San Siro to beat Inter, um, that's when I was like, okay, hang on, what are we what what have we got here? Um, and then of course he got injured after that, and you know he, he came back after the the after the midway point of the Serie A season and, and didn't you know didn't exactly make much fuss at Parma. But we are talking about someone who is born in in Milan. Um, he's uh, he's from Calvairate. It's it's a quarter in Milan, um, and his parents have a ortofrutta in Porta Romana, which is a like fresh fruit and vegetable shop. Um, oh, wow. and, and he's um, he has a he's got a, he's got a younger brother Cristian, who's also a football player. This kid came up through. He's an Interista through and through. Grew up going to the Curva Nord. Grew up watching Inter. Grew up playing in every level at Inter as just like his brother. Um, he and he's also from Milan. Now, those of you who who are listening in Teresa say, "Well, wasn't uh, Christian wasn't Biragi from Milan?" Well, technically not. He's from uh, Cernusco sul Naviglio, which is about eleven kilometers northeast of Milan. Of course, it's part of metropolitan city of Milan, but not really the city of Milan like Di Marco is. And this is this is something that I believe is good for every club. You know, the same way that Roma has always has. You know, the captain of Roma has to be a a, a, a Roman guy. I think this is good for for Inter and, and for Milan to have. I mean, Maldini was born and bred in Milan. 
I think this is good to for, 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 to, to have players of high quality who are from the city. I think this, you know, that the, the fans can identify with, and also it's it's a bridge between the fans everywhere and and the squad. Um, but if we're talking about him as as a player himself, I mean, like I said, it, a part of my went really really well, or it's that goal, and then he was injured and he didn't do so well, and then you know he was sent to um, to he was ret- he returned to Inter and Antonio Conte um, didn't really believe in him as much. He preferred Cristiano Biraghi which I was a vocal op- opponent <laughs> of, because Christian Biraghi is not my favourite player in the world. Um, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm really disappointed, because Cristiano Biraghi was a player who I actually really wanted to do well at Inter, but he's just not simply not good enough. Um, then something happens, and then he's sent to, on the 31st of Ju- uh, January 2020, he's sent to Verona with, on a loan with an option to buy. And he, that's when the when he, when Ivan Juric gets his hands hands on him. That's when the change and transformation comes. That's when you start to see the player, that the development that that really really surprised me and and everyone else. And I started taking note and I watched pretty much every single game of Verona because of Juric and him. Um, and and of course the 2021 season when Inter win the Scudetto, he scores five goals, one more one more beautiful than the other in the Serie A. And it's and I'm really thinking, well, unless you know, Verona, you have to bring this guy back because he's an Interista for all the reasons I've mentioned. And it is, that that's the thing. He's not a very tall player. He's 176 centimeters tall. He's not very good in the air, sorry, 175. He's not very good in, he's not very pacey. But what he can do, he's, he's decent in, in short bursts and in, in sprinting. Yeah. But what he, what he is good at is that left foot. And it's everything from free kicks, long shots, crosses, hard, low, um, and and overlaps to to provide those crosses. If you if, you know if you if you provide him with the right players and the right environment around him, he can really really hurt you. Uh, he can really do 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 a job for you and hurt your opponents. Um, so no, it's it's um it's it's a I, I'm a big fan of this guy. What does he need to improve on? He needs to improve on his positioning. Um, without a doubt, he needs to improve on his positioning because he can still get caught out. And we've seen it Inter time and time again. Um, understanding and read of the game of when to drop and when to push up. That that's still something he needs to work on. He can improve uh, on 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 also if he can you know if they can get him to be a little bit more physical. Uh, maybe they, obviously they can't teach him how to you know be good in the air, but he can improve that as well. And also the physical aspects. Um, they're never going to. Yeah, I was impre- See, I was impressed with how he battled in these two games. I, I was. Yeah, but that's, I thought that's, he showed a good mentality and a good. Yeah. yeah, that's mentality. But I'm talking about the actual physical attributes. I mean, you know, he 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 sometimes he looks he fin- he, he he runs out of gas in games, and he and he's like he can barely like it's, it's as if he's you know he he's got you know he's he, he's so tired he can barely walk. Yeah, the, the only thing that the only thing that I thought that he the only uh, negative in these two games for him is he had a, he's and I've seen it a few times for Inter as well. He had a few bad clearances where just sloppy clearances where he just put it into the center of the field and allowed the opposition to have, you know, counters. Yeah. And, you know, but he, because he gets stressed. He doesn't have the um, experience yet. But I think I mean these are things that you can adapt. He's never going to be a world-class uh, you know, aerial, you know, good in the air he's never going to be world-class in the air but so which is also why Simon Inzaghi needs to stop playing him as a left center back that's something that Ivan Juric did to, to sometimes when when he when 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 teams used to block 
the the wing and he would want him to have somewhat centrally have him you know run forwards and and, and provide crosses and teams were prepared for that but he he has to play he's a wing back he's a left wing back and that's his position and that's where he should be played and i hope that simon inzaghi watched these two games and saw that listen to the full show and all other episodes by going to patreon.com/tifp and become a member for only 2.99 per month